her production, she put on for a giant. Hey, that's the rest of 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 the You guys, we are back. Thank you so much for listening to the Bremore Productions podcast. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Kiana Taylor. She is, too, an entrepreneur, and she creates content. So if you are ever in the mood of not creating content, you need to contact Kiana, and she will help you out. So thank you so much. You're welcome. We've been knowing each other for years. I think one of my first interviews was on your radio show. It was. Yeah. What, like two, three years ago? Right before one of your fashion shows, I remember. Oh, yeah, it was. It was right before. Yep. Yep. It's about two, three years ago. It's been a minute. Um, Today's topic we're going to talk about is fake women empowerment. And I wanted to really go in depth about this subject because... um, I feel like we are always shining light on the flaws of our men, <laughs> but we rarely share the um, shine light on the flaws of our women. Okay. And there's a lot of women out here that are fake and are also slick and shady. So I wanted to talk about that because now I, I have been kind of pulled into that but as soon as I see it coming I run away from it so I don't really get to entertain it because I really don't have the energy to so but I've seen a lot of fake things happen like when it comes to oh you a woman I'm a woman let's get together and then once we get together it's either no conversation Mm -hmm. there's shadiness (laughs) there's gossip it's like what happened to the business aspect of our relationship so I don't really hang around too many people. But anyways. I get it. I mean, a lot of female relationships nowadays, I feel like are superficial anyway. A lot of people, a lot of women right now gear a lot towards photos and looking perfect. So when it comes to any kind of uplifting, everything comes off as a competition mm-hmm. rather than genuine organic interaction yeah i talk to a lot of men and a lot of black men feel like they really don't have um like true friends in in another black man like they feel like they are always competing with each other they can't really announce nothing because they they feel like somebody's gonna either hate on them or try to kill them or take it away from them and i'm like to be honest with you over here, it's the same thing yes. because I have dealt with females not liking me because I also coordinate events. And because I do what she do, she doesn't like me. Instead of like getting to know who I am and maybe partnering up and or even not partnering up, just like just no, being aware of who we are and just giving respect and love towards each other is a, it's a total opposite. But then again, I don't never like entertain it so right. I don't really go into depth about how 
crazy it is because once I smell that on you, I'm out. It's time to go. Yeah, I had it's just... a person tell me one time, um, I thought we were going to be pretty cool business besties is what I call it. You know, you may or may not interact with this person on a personal level highly, but you interact a whole lot on business. Right. And I noticed that when it came to other female business owners, and it didn't matter if it was the same niche that she was working in, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe she signed a shoe line for what? Oh my God. Can you believe this one started a makeup line? I'm like, you as a businesswoman should be enthused that homegirl is grabbing a bag. Meanwhile, instead of that, you look at it in a negative light. And I hear a lot of people do that. And it starts that way. And then it becomes, oh, I'm going to start the same thing. And now we've created a false competition. Like, where did it come from? Instead of just being supportive about, you know, good job, sis. Congratulations. It's, she shouldn't be doing that. Right. I think it's, uh, like I, I, I've been saying this all week. I think I've been saying this for two weeks now. To me, number one, if you're too busy worrying, on, worrying about somebody else, you don't need to be doing what you're trying to do because your sister is not the only makeup artist in Dallas. You're gonna go to, <laughs> bruh. Like that's to me. That's when you know that people are small-minded. Mm-hmm. If you're only thinking about the person next to you. You smile minded mm-hmm. because there's so many makeup artists out here. So you telling me every time you see another makeup artist, you're going to feel some type of way. Right. We were so, just talking about this in the car. Just like, OK, I sell hair. You sell hair. Your cousin sell hair, too. Right. I may buy from you today and then six months buy from your cousin. And then I may go to the beauty supply store one day and buy hair just because I bought it from your cousin the next time. It doesn't mean now. Oh. I'm switching up on you. You got to think about consumers too. Like they pick and choose where they want to shop. You as the business owner is responsible for ensuring that your product stands for itself. You shouldn't feel any kind of way at all. Like, okay, yeah, go try hers out. And if you don't have something, you should be more than willing to be like, you know what? Nope, I don't have what you're looking for. But my homegirl got it and send them their way. It shouldn't be an issue at all. And I don't understand how we end up in those conversations either. Yeah, that's that's fake women empowerment because <laughs> you get on social media and talk about how you so happy to see everybody doing this and that, but really low-key you're not because every time you see another woman doing what you're doing, you feel you know, a certain way. And to me that's either insecurities or jealousy. Or both. You shouldn't even, it's just crazy. And I like that you even brought that up because I tell people all the time, you got, before you even start your business, you got to change your mindset. I personally feel like we too emotional, like off the muscle. We, we attach too much emotion into our businesses and we stop, we um, stop thinking about the business itself. Like you can't, I feel like you should only apply emotion if it's helping somebody in need. Like you don't want yeah. your one of your employees to fall the fuck out and you just sit there and be like, oh well, we gotta hire somebody else. <laughs> like that's some whole shit. So your emotion needs to be present at the moment and be like, you know what, let's help this person out and let's make sure they got food the next day. I don't know, just do something yeah, nice. That makes sense. But you know, even when it comes to like um you should also also apply emotion when it comes to like 
you know, needing that motivation to continue with business. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody when people piss me off or people feel make me feel less than because I don't have a certain amount of money and there's certain things in my life that I have yet to accomplish. I'll be like, but I'm literally working for myself. Like I've accomplished so right. much. First right? of all, good job. Thank I didn't watch you, bro, girl, and I can't even lie. I don't care if I don't post, if I don't comment, if I don't like. I root for you. But that's the thing. I don't get mad because I don't attach my emotions to. You got people out here <laughs> like, yeah, you know me, my nigga. Why you ain't post my flyer? Why are you mad? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I got my own shit going. I got stuff going on. Like, Thank we need you. to stop attaching so much and emotion to the like shit. It. Because it's like, you know what? You may not see me say nothing. I may not come on any social media platforms. I may not have had a show. But when I show love, I show love. And you like, it's cool. All love on this side. Other people be looking like, oh, now you want to go. Yeah, I yes. have What you mean? Yes. <laughs> Especially, I, you know, exactly. Like, I, I watch you and I'm like, she be going through some shit. And I know from business to business, entrepreneur to entrepreneur, like, this shit ain't easy. No. And for you to maintain multiple businesses on top of your personal life, bruh. That's a lot. You can't. We can't expect for each like each other to like always be there, always share posts, always comment. That's the reason why I say that your family and friends or even your associates should not be your target market. Oh, you know, I talked about that the other night. Tuesday night, we talked about supportive and unsupportive friends. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes it just works out to where your family and your friends are just not part of your target audience at all. They're not supposed to be. A, a sprinkle may be, but that's not where you get your meat and potatoes, so to speak. You can't look for it from there because that's a support system but not in a monetary way. And you got to learn to separate monetary support from emotional and overall just support in general you, you can't always attach a monetary value to it they can be facts. supportive but never give you a dollar facts i may not want to buy no raps from you exactly <laughs> I but i show your post but i share your post and i know this lady that wear them so i'll send her your way i'll just like today just so you know i you know that's support at the end of the day and there should be no shade trees planted in the land of first of all i think it's baffling that we expect so much of our families when we already know what type of family we came from and shit changed because you you got a business bro like you know your mom was broke before now you my mom ain't even bought a t-shirt my nigga my cousin ain't bought a t-shirt you know what type of you know what type of money you got in your family. Why do you expect from them to just be shelving out money for you? First of all, and you know, if listen, a lot of us sell products right now that cost a pretty penny, okay? And then you get mad when they ask you for discounts. Well, you wanted them to pay you for something, they pay you. Exactly. I love a smart <laughs> listen when it comes to business. That's we just need to like just learn how to use emotion for the greater good instead of. Because, listen, y'all going to hate me because I love to negotiate. And it's just not just black businesses. I pull up on oh, anybody no. be like, hey, <laughs> it's you got a little makeup stain on it. Can I go ahead and get that 10% off? Like, bro. I'm going to tell you something. 
and I work in luxury retail, the people who spend in a thousand to two thousand dollars in a trip today, right now, to go next door and spend the same thing in 10 minutes when you get done with me. And what I've learned from these people is that they don't keep their money by not caring about the small things. Oh, no, baby, I'm going to go try all these shirts on. I'm going to go check every last thread in the entire shirt and then go take it to the lady at the counter and ask for 15% off. Mm -hmm. You got the money. Mm -hmm. I give it to you no problem. Mm -hmm. But you messed up. I'm going to keep part of it because you messed up. And they're going to take that extra and go next door and spend it next door. And they're going to do the same thing. But these pants are dingy. Can I get 15? They keep their money by negotiating. She is me. <laughs> All day. She is me. I'm like, oh, baby, please just give it back so I can damage it out. Go get another one. Thanks. That's all you want? Cool. Let's go. I do that all the time. From my shit to my son's shit. Listen, this teddy bear had a hole in it. What's up? But like. the business owners <laughs> also negotiating in that moment. Oh, absolutely. So, in that situation, you are deciding one or two things. Do you want to fix this situation and keep your bottom line even? Or do you want to escalate and lose a customer who's now going to go tell 10 more people who they wouldn't have talked to any other day that they hated coming here and now you've lost 10 potential customers? That was a negotiation on both sides. Mm-hmm. Do it all the time. Yeah, because they, they could have said 15, you could have said 10. Okay. I could have said nothing at all when you said, I'm calling corporate. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> have you ever ex- experienced um, fake women empowerment? Every day. Every day? Every day. And I call them, it's, they're all shade trees. It comes in real passive aggressive ways. Nobody's really upfront about it. They're just, oh, I love what you do. <sighs> do you feel like people only reach out to you? To use you to get where they want to be, use your platform, and that's it. Once they get it, it's a it's a done wrap. Like, no. no, no, because as a business person, I've learned where to draw the line in the sand. The game is to be sold and not told. So if I told you something, free game. And that's the thing. That's the thing about. So you said I was an entrepreneur. I have an internet radio station. The thing about them. I'm invested in each show that I bring into the network because there's tools and gems that I drop into everybody that yeah. they can use within their show that they can use when starting their own businesses. And I tell them when they come on, I'm going to give you a lot of resources. It's up to you what you're going to do with them. Because the biggest thing I feel like in our community is the lack of research and knowledge. Mm. If I can give that to you and deposit it into you, if you leave me and you don't have nothing, it ain't because of me. It's because of you. Because I gave you everything. Now, if I didn't attach a monetary value to it, because it's because it's more valuable than the money that you could have offered me. If I attach a dollar to it, cool. But I don't think you could use me at all without me allowing it some kind of way. That's gotcha. why in the previous conversation we were having, I was saying that it wasn't the fault of nobody else that they were able to get certain things from me. It was me not understanding the value and the things and the tools that I had. So you how how mean? extreme have fake women empowerment, like, has it came out to, you know, disagreements where you guys have, like, completely went your own ways or... 
Oh yeah, you like, just cut ties. My business partner learn all intellectual property. Pick a petty argument, separate and start. Your that's own. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that's what I'm uh, saying. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, it goes back to and as a I don't know. I just I've been doing this for a while, so I just feel like even in that situation, there's a lot of. T's that weren't crossed and dots that weren't dotted for me. As a business person, you have to be able to look at things from all perspectives. Yeah. And if you can't, hire somebody that can. And in a lot of situations, things happen because you don't line things up to protect yourself well. And you assume, and that's the other thing, doing business with friends. Oh my God. Never again. So, when you allow things into your house, Mm-mm. then that's what happens. Shit leaves sometimes. Um, did you ever like repair that friendship or is it just over? You know, I tried. Fool me once. Shame on me. Shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And I did. I let it happen again. But this person, the second go round, I'm going to tell you what happened. And it was funny because I'm like, you know what? The person was a decent business person. It was a terrible friend. And the friend part is what messed up the business situation. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going I'm going to dismiss. We had a bad bout as a friendship. But business-wise, she handled her shit. So I'm like, okay, well, we got to draw some lines in the sand this time. You don't have access to all of the same stuff anymore. I won't tell you certain things unless it's something that you need to know. Like, I started to guard my product. You have to. And it didn't work this time. So we still ended up separating as friends because what was tried the first time and you almost succeeded, I blocked it. And it became a difficult situation like... Did she you know, feel the lack of trust? Like you didn't trust uh-huh. her? Yeah. That happened to me too. And I was like, I'm now I'm at the point where uh I don't think I want to work with any more friends or even become friends mm-hmm. with people that work with me. Let's just keep it at a business level. It's and if you do, because some people are um able to work with friends, but I think it should be, I think a great example of this is LeBron James and his best friend. Like LeBron is on the court and his best friend is off the court. So they don't really have to cross paths. Like I put you on, you, you work with other um, athletes and I'm over here and I'm doing my thing. So it's like, you know, when they do do business together, it's kind of like a one meeting per month type, maybe. I don't know, but yeah, it just makes sense. Lane. I got my lane. Yeah. I'm you do your thing, so we don't ever have to do that. And that was the issue. Yeah. I created it. You can't then, your vision, for example, for your business is yours, right? If your sister came in tomorrow and was like, look, I think we should change all this shit like tomorrow. And you're like, nah, I'm going to hear you out. If it makes sense, you know, some stuff, I'll pray about it and then we can come back tomorrow and we'll talk about it. And then tomorrow come in on the same shit. We're going to change all this shit tomorrow. You're like, nah, I'm going to pray about it. And I don't really think that's really what I want to do, but I really thank you for your input. And he have attitude the rest of the day. And then the next day, I'll come work. You know what? I really think tonight we're going to change this shit because it's not working. And you're like, bruh, 
I said I prayed about it. <laughs> we ain't changing it. You had an attitude yesterday. Was tea. And then after that, it just fizzles. That's what we went through. It's your baby. If you want to start a business, start one. But if you work with a person, you have to. I only now work with people that can see the vision. Yeah. It has a purpose Absolutely. of their own. Yes. You have to have something else that you are vested in yourself so that you oh, understand Jesus. what I go through every day. Yep. Just pick regular people. Nope. And I mean that in all due respect. Yep. Business and entrepreneurship is not made for everybody. So mm-hmm. I can understand on the outside of it how some women can feel like, oh, she just thinks she's doing the damn thing now. She thinks she the shit. Girl, if you know what I go through every day, I think I'm the shit too. Like, I I just, I feel, I now see it in a different light. And I can understand from the outside looking in why you may feel some kind of way. But that's about you. Not really about me. Yeah, because you knew the vision before you even agreed to come on. So Ooh, why try to. what the staple fake women empowerment event that I now hate to see? Hmm. Girl, we're going to fix everything with brunch and mimosas. How? And big hats. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's that. funny that you say. I feel like you in my brain because I be saying the same thing. I'm like, I'm tired, I'm tired of brunches. Of I'm tired. Of I'm brunch. tired of brunches. And it's funny that you said that before we tap into this whole mm, that. Um, it's funny that you said how your friendship ended because that that's exactly what happened to me. Like, uh, it was so disturbing. I. Did it take a toll on you, on you personally? Absolutely, like, because she was a she like was balance? a no. It was more she wanted more access to my business, and she wanted to change. She even wanted to change the name. Mm-hmm. No more Brew More Productions. She wanted to be something fashion related, and I'm like, listen. Even though my name is attached to this, this is what it is, and it's like I think. I think I was ahead of the game, but I didn't even know what was going on at the same time because in 2013, people was coming up with business names and, mm-hmm. you know, catch it. But my mom was like, just stick just stick with Bree More Productions. So I didn't even, I didn't come up with the shit. People think I came up with the shit. If the <laughs> shit was, my mama actually came up with the shit. But long story short, it's like, why are you trying to change so much? Why are you trying to do this? Why are you trying to do that? To the point that I was going to start my business, not as an LLC, but like a partnership. Like yeah. she got 50, I got 50. But she right. wasn't putting in no money. She wasn't putting in the time. She wasn't doing all that it's like you just want to look cute on social media say you would bring more productions wear a t-shirt and promote but business is deeper than promotion that's like the that's like the surface (laughs) that's that like the top tiers of surface of business it's promotion because you got to create the content in order to promote the shit so i don't need you for, for promotions i need you in the field i need you to be working and fighting with me but Nah. So after that, it's like we had an event. She went to the event. She she had bad energy. People was cussing her out left and right. She was cussing people out left and right. And I was like, listen, this shit ain't gonna work. But I'm <laughs> like you. I'm like you, my homie. I really just don't want to cut ties like that. Let's have a conversation. Wasn't she wasn't even trying to have a conversation after that event? It was like I'm done with you. You suck. All this other stuff. I'm like okay. <laughs> Fake women empowerment, bro. Like, one minute you uplifting me and telling me this and that. But then I really, I think some people start to hate you because how other people love you. 
Like once you see all, once you see Bree Moore, Bree Moore getting all this attention, Bree Moore this, Bree Moore that, it's like, let's change the name to something else. Why? Because you ain't getting attention? Why? And I hate that. Like, I hate that. It, it irritates my, uh, my nerves. But we're going to take a short break, give a shout out to our sponsors, and we'll be right Okay, you guys, we are back from our little break. Shout out to our sponsors. And today we are talking about fake women empowerment with Kiana Taylor. <laughs> and this conversation is just... Uh, I know we're going to have some men out there like, yes, bitch, because I know <laughs> my baby mama, one of them. <laughs> Sitting on the phone in the kitchen. About oh, my gosh. So I do have this question, though. Do you believe people pursue certain topics to tug on the hearts of black women? Yes. And that, that also includes black women. Yes. Because, like I said before, we was um, social media plays a lot into my perspective. I see a lot of women like feel like they side with men just so they can seek that validation from men when they know that in that arena, what we're talking about right now, that certain topic, you know this dude is dead as wrong. Give me an example. Okay, so we can say, let's say a, a dude like post something about child support. Mm. Child support is a very touchy, touchy subject. I'm actually talking about child support tomorrow with men to get the men perspective Thank on you. child support. But I've seen some women disregard the the perspective of another woman to look look a certain way to men. But mm. I'm 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 cool with people disagreeing with each other, but don't disregard and disrespect. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Bitch, don't go out your way to agree with... Going out your way. <laughs> like, you as a woman can understand at the bottom line of what I'm saying. You can, at the end of the day, agree to disagree to most of what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm the oldest of six, and four of them people is boys. And I can tell you, it and you having a son, that shit kind of changes your mind. It does. To be a little more understanding mm -hmm. and understanding where they're coming from. But that don't take away from you as a woman and understanding where some of the some of the difficult conversations come from from the other women. You're not gonna just disregard what she's saying because you have a son and now you can see it from a different point of view. You still feel for her in some kind of a way. You gotta understand where she's coming from. You can't just be all just because he posted it. Now it's and it can be it can be simple posts of just dudes just just boldly disrespecting women. It can be a simple a post about black women and how we look and wearing turbans and always wearing weaves, and then you'll get you know another sister on there just agreeing with everything that he's saying. It's like, but bruh, you a whole woman out here, and then you click on her page. And she's either hosting a brunch or something, like you said, I'm brunch and mimosas. I'm and I'm like, but bro, I just seen you talking about women. Like, not saying that you should like automatically just be all about women, but at the same time, come on, you know the struggle. You wanna know something funny? When I started the session, it's called Fat Film Radio. 
stabbed them on purpose. I think it's a couple reasons for that too. I felt like women lost the ability at some point or were slowly losing the ability to just be feminine. Why the hell we gotta be so hard all the time and argue and everything be so I think that's just a I think that's just a, a way of black women protecting themselves. True. From men. True. So I created the platform in a space to where it's always cool. Whatever that means for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to be yourself. But with certain women, when it comes to a lot of topics, you got to think about at home, too. Where do you get from? Some of these women don't have... The, the girl that I was talking about before we went on break, she have a horrible relationship with her mother. So when she look at other women, I think she see that... She see her mother. Like, she don't see... I think a lot of women don't see the importance of sisterhood. And there's a lot of women out here that feel like they don't need female friends, which is baffling to me because who the fuck are you talking to? Like, you can't talk to a man about everything. Sisterhood is very key. It's vital. Like we need each other because I might say something to you that's relatable. You be like, I feel that. I understand that. I, I get what you're saying. Wait, I work in a man's like in a in a male's environment when it comes to resale. And you want to know it's funny when we have certain conversations, you can see a light bulb come on when you tell them certain things that you like. You really didn't know that. You didn't no, understand. They don't understand. That. My coworker, for example, he was talking about how his wife spends so much money on like bras. I was like, hold on, what did you just say? Disrespectful, right? <laughs> and he was like, what? I'm saying. I'm a 32 triple and I pay 60. And he was just looking at me like, Jesus. So she got to get four down. She got to get some underwear too. And mm-hmm. them, them the, the cheap ones? Yes. <laughs> but when you talk to another woman, they just look at you like, girl, tell me about it. That little, <laughs> that little right there. Is I know that kid. simple conversation. <laughs> like, oh, tell me about it. You could be standing in the grocery store and talking about. No, you know what I what I love to talk to women about in the presence of men? What? Pregnancy. But it's because no, I feel like we don't value pregnancy like we should. That's true. Like I feel like a lot of men be like, oh, you just another woman that's pregnant. But every just like every human is unique, every pregnancy is unique. That's true. And it's different. So when when I'm um I just had this this discussion with my brother and my mother. My brother's um girlfriend is pregnant right now. He was like, Man, she just she just all over the place. And I'm like, yo, she's pregnant. She's two spirits right now. Mm-hmm. You know? She's she's actually her body is forming the whole human, like hands and toes and legs and shit. Like, bro, this is big. This is huge. What are you talking about? And it's like, he was like, when I said toes and hands, he was like, you know what? You're right. And I'm like, see, we need to have more conversations like this yeah. in the presence of men. So they want to look at it like, oh, you're just another woman that's pregnant. Women what? get pregnant every I'm day, sorry. B. I'm sorry. Our period I, is I, all, I, man. I like that conversation. Because, listen, you're not going to just turn around and make me the monster. You got to sit yourself in what I feel. For most women, three to seven days out of the month. Mm-hmm. 
you can't just say we just being a bitch or we just being bitchy. Okay. K14 said something other that had me die. They were talking about different things that qualify for you having a superpower. And they said, and if you a man and know how to handle a woman on her period, you got a superpower. Bro, that's the realest shit I ever heard in life because I don't have no answer for you. I know I feel like my stomach is about to fall through my ass. I think I may die tomorrow. My bad. This morning when I woke up, my I breasts hated are you, tender. But and I cut you out, <laughs> so now I cried at work all day because I cut you out. Now I'm anxious because I think you're running away. Fuck you too. I don't want to talk to my mama. The kids get on my nerves. I'm I'm tired. I, I just want to sleep. Hello. I just give me sleep. my heating pad, please. But I gotta go to work and deal with these people that's gonna get And deal me. with you. But you don't even offer to rub my back when I came home. I've been standing up on my feet and this has been throbbing since yesterday for the last six days. Yes, that's the conversation we need to have. Because what people need to realize is, like, you PMS. This is before your period even. That's three days before. Yeah, for me, it's a week. And then the the week of, it's like, (laughs) bruh, like, it's two weeks. It's a lot. It's a whole bunch. It's a lot. And I feel like that's the reason why we need to start with all this fake women empowerment shit. Like, we all know what we go through. So why are we either not collaborating are engaging. Yep. There I needs to be that. either or. And why is there like jealousy? Why? Another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, that girl who sides with the dude all the time, she also takes his views on how other women should run their business. You know how many people try to talk to me out of naming it? That's why I was thinking today. <sighs> Calling, making it a female oriented uh, business. And talking to my um, a lot of these women are pick me. So, you know what a pick me is? A pick me is a woman that's always seeking validation from a man. It's like, pick me, pick me, oh, pick me, pick me. A lot of these women are pick me. It's like, they you better not even like disagree because they gonna even when they disagree internally, mm-hmm. they're not gonna say the shit. They just gonna be like, you're right, that happened to me too with the same female. <laughs> oh god she had me meet up with this dude this rant I, i'm thinking because he's also an event coordinator and i'm thinking oh, okay you know i don't mind sitting down talking to him he just want to meet me okay boom so we had this meeting and the entire time i'm on trial and i'm like at least she was invited to your trial i wasn't invited she came to my house afterwards and told me what happened <laughs> At least you got invited. Yo, when she walked me outside, I said, what the fuck was that about? Like, what? I said, what is this? Like, oh, you should do this. We was we was uh getting ready for the Philly show. Mm-hmm. So he was like, hi, because we we partnered, Brimore Productions partnered with iNerd. And like, how much you know about iNerd? Do you know anything about them? Let me go to their, this is him. Dude, I ain't never met. Um, let me go to their IG and see what they about. Oh, do I need to call somebody on the East Coast? I know a lot of people on the East Coast. Oh, what? I can't stand it. And I'm like, why did you put me in this situation? Fake shit. I'm telling you, fake shit. I done had a girl come in here and, you know, she in my inbox, Bree, I love everything that you do. And then I was like, okay, cool. You know, they always... Anybody from now on that hit me with a compliment first, I don't trust you. So I'm like, okay, cool. What <laughs> yeah, what? who sent you at this point? 
And um, can we link up? I want to talk to you about an idea that I have. I think you'll be no. part of it. Mm-mm. I said, I, right, you know, you got to come to my office. Because what's the fuck? What's the fucking point of even meeting people at Starbucks oh, nowadays? Like, something I learned about that right there? What? You immediately have a new service you can add to your website. Because, baby, I'm not meeting up for no coffee for free. I got stuff to do today. Exactly. And you to me about ideas. So you want my brain to be working in this But this is the shit that be killing me. So she come and she didn't come alone. Like, why you always got to bring, like, bruh. Like, you know, yeah. no, she brought her whole family. Two, three people, that's fine. But so she sit in the Indian style on my floor, right? Hold on, pause. Here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting where you sitting at. I'm, I'm right there. She's Indian style where you at. She on the floor. I'm like, you ain't going to sit down. That's why I knew she was on some weird shit. Then she gonna tell me she from South Dallas. We don't sit on the floor. Ain't no way you from South Dallas. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then I'm like, why are you even telling me you from South? Now I'm thinking you just you just saying it because I say it all the time. So, oh, yeah. So then she's like, oh, I need you to do this, and she's talking the whole time. I don't trust people that talk. Like you gonna like? Are you gonna listen to me? Can I ask you questions? She talked the entire time. I said, okay, well, just shoot me an email because I feel like. <laughs> I would get more input in this conversation. So then the next day I get on Facebook. I'm trying to tag her and something. I'm, I'm thinking we're cool. She was like, yeah, I'm going to shoot you an email. We could talk about it more in detail. I can do She wanted me part of her team. She's an event coordinator as well. She wanted me to produce a fashion show for her event. The segment, a segment. I was like, okay, cool. Just hit me through email. The next day I get on social media because I see a, a dope idea that I feel like we can be inspired from. And I'm trying to tag because she blocked me. Okay, Paul, let me tell you about all the red flags. I heard when you said that because I've been through this a thousand times. So the first thing was, like you said, you started with a compliment. This your representative who sent you. <laughs> so what do you want? Then you want to have a meeting and talk about an idea that you got. Okay, cool. Send you the link. Consulting fee. Let's go. We can do it. All right. You come in here on some weird. Don't sit in. This is my first time meeting you. Was that your first time meeting her? Yeah, in person. Yeah. So you sit on the floor the first time I meet you. (laughs) In a business meeting. Go well. And you bought a crew to a business meeting. Like, and then I'm hosting something for you. So again, her family. Again, it's personal. It's this is more about you than it is about me anyway. After that, cause I the mutual friend that we had in in person, I don't even trust him. Cause he he's strange. <laughs> like, cause I'm like, yo, I called and I said, did she like delete her Facebook page? I'm like, no, I she just posted something. What'd I just do? I didn't do anything. Look, look, let them tell it. What you do? No, he was like, let me call her and see what's going on. I said, okay. So he called and then he was like, he texted him back. He said, she said, call, she said, call her. Bitch, I'm not about to call you to be your Facebook friend. The fuck? I said, nah, it's all right. Like, I'm cool. And then I guess she woke up one morning, months later down the line, she woke up one morning and all of a sudden I could see her post. And I'm like, oh, she don't unblock me. Like, all of a sudden, she's back on my timeline. Mm-hmm. And then somebody, because she do the same thing that I do. Somebody tagged me in her post because P- 
people are always looking for somebody on Facebook. I need a, I need a photographer. And then she, somebody tagged me, and then I was like, oh, I thought I was blocked. Girl, I will hit somebody with that in a minute and not give two shit. I didn't give a oh, damn. I thought I was blocked. And, and she, then they hit you with, oh, no, I never blocked you. I deleted my page. Ooh, listen. Nah, she hit me with an emoji. With the look in her eyes. <laughs> I think it was like a smiley face or something. And I was like, I'm not entertaining this. And I just left it alone. I'm not I'm not entertaining that shit. Good. That shit is lame than a bitch. That is lame. So I feel like, to me, I feel like. She came to my office to see how I was living, to see if it was real, to see if... Facts. That's exactly what she came for. Because you don't want to work with me, bruh. Because if you did, you would have sent me an email. Like, what happened to the email? Mm-hmm. Why, Why? as soon as you... I think as soon as she left my office, she blocked me. And then when I said, oh, later on down the line, when I said, oh... I thought I was blocked. She didn't ever deny it. You sent me an emoji. So, to me, that's childish. Why would I even want to conduct business or anything with you? That's that fake shit I be talking about. And she the first, one of the first ones I'd be like, oh, we need to come together. We need to do it. I'm like, it's but all, bruh. Okay, it's always them. And you know what? I block them kind of people. You want to know why? Because I know you're going to come. My, for some reason... I'm in this spit in this season right now where God is sending me all these people to recognize the uh, stay over there. And lately that's exactly what they do. They 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 ugh. I can't even explain it. I I have no words, but it looks the same with all people. Yeah. And it comes around, hey girl, you're doing so amazing. I wanted to run an idea about you. Nope, no, no, no ideas, no meetings, no coffee. How do you even like distinguish? I don't know. You just gotta feel it, it's, right? It's a, ooh, a gift of discernment, Lord. Yeah. Um, you you just you learn. Like it's the thing about business. I also feel like us as women, we have an issue with portraying it as something smooth sailing. It's so easy, girl. You're not gonna work as much as you do in a nine to five. It's so glam. We was talking about this in the car. Like, oh, girl, how's you making all this money? I just wanted another reason. A lot of people get caught up in the wrong shit. I think, I think our greatest downfall as Black women is um, portraying ourselves as super uh, women, because when we portray, portray ourselves as super women, that's what people expect. Mm-hmm. So when we do hurt, nobody have any regard for us because we're supposed to be strong all the damn time. Mm-hmm. Black women, it's okay to say you you tired. It's okay to say you exhausted. It's okay to say you fight depression. It's okay to say you're sad. Like you don't have to be strong all the motherfucking time. Yeah. Lay your ass down. Like take a vacation. Cut motherfuckers off. Yeah. Then you'll be able to free yourself. And now I th- that's when I think the power of discernment is even more powerful because mm-hmm. you know cut ties of so many negative toxic uh, behaviors and that? people Pat Williams who said step in and black bullshit <laughs> from all, all day long <laughs> got no time <laughs> 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 or that's real <laughs> like, and I swear and I promise and it's been like this all my life that's why I say it's a gift from God because I'm just like that I can smell it coming. You be, nah, ma'am, you being too nice. Now, don't be like the, you know, Tyler Perry. I'm, 
at you being nice, but man, I don't mean it like that. I'm saying people who literally come looking for something for from you, they show you some kind of way the whole way through. Yeah. They only call you when they got a question. What people what we don't understand and value is that your thoughts have a value to it too. Mm-hmm. If she ain't having, she called to ask you and you spent three years in school learning about this shit, but she calling you to get a short answer, that shit costs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No. They just calling you to ask you a question. You know, if it's your sister, my sister does this to me all the time. She'll call me and run notes and stuff about her products and call it a day. That's my sister's different. But even with her, we had a conversation the other day. She's like, bitch, I'm telling you all my secrets. We talk about some stuff, but as a business person, I'm never going to tell you everything. Yeah. But when it comes to the discernment part, girl, you just got to keep your ears open. Watch what people do. And that's what I like to do. I like to provide solutions. I, I don't like to just talk about the topic, but also provide solutions. And I think so I think sometimes God sends certain people our way so we can learn from the ex- experience mm-hmm. and be able to know what it looks like if it approach again. Yep. So, like you said, it will. That's the thing. It will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is a cycle. Everything's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. A different way, different form, different environment, different space. It's going to happen again. Did you learn from it the first time? If you feel like you keep repeating the same old shit. You ain't people, learning. Yeah. You ain't learned from it the last time. And if you, you know something scary, I want y'all to do when y'all go back to y'all Facebook. Look at your Facebook. Go through your memories. All your memories line up. In the same repetitive cycle, either they grow or they stay the same. You can tell when you growed a little bit. You can tell where you stayed the exact same. And all your posts, for it'll do one year, two year, three year. Look at your posts. I do that every night at 12 o'clock. Sometimes I'll be having on the same clothes. I I swear. I'll be like, bro, I'm going through this shit again. I see it. Right. Do you also feel like because we so pro black that we just be like, okay, man, I want to see you win. Come on. No, I would. I want to see everybody win, but I have a a special place in my heart for my own people because we get in our way. And then we got the rest of everybody else like, I'm going to block you at all costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be the one to contribute to the helping to get in our own way. We got enough of that. Exactly. So we provide opportunities. But I feel like people take that for granted, which is weird. But at the same time, you have to, for people to really value your platform for what it is right now, they have to, like you said, value themselves and also have something going for themselves mm-hmm. so they can relate to what you have to do to maintain your it. Time. I can respect your effort because I have to go through something similar. It's I can different. respect the fact that you ain't got the money right now instead of getting on social media and calling me broke. Because working capital is a whole nother bill. Period. It's a lot. It's a lot to keep your business operating. Oh, you don't got a studio yet? <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay, can we talk about the rest of our bills? 
notes first. Can we explain that? Can we explain the magnitude in which my studio is going to have to encompass? Can we talk about the money that it's going to cost for that? Can we talk about how many t-shirts you bought? Can we talk about how many customers you sent my way to fund said things yeah. that I need to have? Have you sent any sponsors my way? Mm-hmm. You know, any donations? No. Or anything like that from the church? Yeah. You can't contribute on this side about You can't even say that things. to me. <laughs> So the fake empowerment becomes when you start to drop too many opinions about what I should do with my business, too. I just want to talk to you about, you know, your business. And I think you're doing good, but I feel like anytime somebody hits you with a butt after they said something, everything they said. It's not a compliment. Yeah, it's not a compliment anymore. It doesn't matter. Yeah, be direct. (laughs) Start right there. That's how you truly feel. So be direct. So what are your solutions to carrying the fake women empowerment shit say how you feel and check yourself like at the, the first thing i would say check yourself what's your real reason and motive behind your commentary <coughs> what's the real reason for yeah your commentary you gotta look at you first yeah i, I definitely feel like that self-evaluate look at your childhood you Do you have a relationship with your mom or not? You, you know, know what's funny? What? Ooh, it's not funny at all, but we don't like to talk about black daughters and black mothers have always had some pretty on-the-rocks-ass relationships, and then we carry it as we grow up. Because think about it. I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm a real Southern girl. I'm not no Southwestern girl. I'm a real Southern girl. So, your mamas, your aunties, your grandmamas, they teach you from the time you're able to start saying, um, Kimmy is my friend, that you don't got no friends. And but more particularly, the girls are never your friends. They they wouldn't care if David came by, your friend David coming over. But when you talk about Rebecca and them, you're talking about Tina and them, you don't got no friends. That's true. That's where you can't trust. Yeah, got no friends. Don't trust them, little girls. Uh They fast. They put that shit in you in the beginning. And if you don't, if you lived in that environment, a lot of times you don't even recognize that that's where you get it from because you go and make comments about other women. Oh, she always naked. She out. Where that come from? You got that old ass auntie that always talk about. Oh, she dressed fast. She must be. That's where you get it from. That's facts. That's where you get it from. So if you have broken relationships with your mama, you never gonna be able to see nothing nice. Exactly. Woman at all. No, and um, or like another it. woman's always a competition, or you know, like you say, you always looking at the appearance of people. Like, why he with her? You don't know what little mama doing for dude. Like, chill. Have you ever been around somebody that has a daughter about five or six? So when they get to that age, when they walk around pretend like they got a phone, mm-hmm. oh baby, you know exactly how your daughter gonna be from then. You know what she <laughs> to you. You know who she done been around. You know what conversation she picks up on. You know what she's actually paying attention to. What you mean, boyfriend? And they broke up, and now they fighting. Nah, 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 nah. People think that's cute, but pay attention to what they saying. They're showing you a reflection of what they see in you. And then they grow up and they keep doing it. And all you do is kiki it. No, don't wait till they're 19 and be like, oh, no, that's not the way to be. She's been showing you. You. She's been showing you. You. All this time. And mamas feel like, well, I did the best that I could do. No, you did. Oh, I hate when. But I'm showing you. I just had this conversation. And you're going to put me over here. So I would say self-reflection. And in that, 
if you need to get therapy, and a lot of us do, a lot of us need therapy. First step is therapy, self-reflection. Also, um, taking out the time to build relationship with other women. Even if it's just one at a time. Just I, one ooh, at a time. I was to say, God, listen. Listen. I tried it. I tried it with the group thing first. And it's so much because so many of us got so much shit we done been through. That for me, as an empathetic person, it's too much. So, one at a time is great to One at a time. Because you also are going to be relearning yourself as a person and as a friend <laughs> and as a woman. If you're really trying. Yeah. So... One woman, <laughs> excuse me, you can talk to your mama. Go to therapy with your mama. Wait, you got to talk to her first. Don't take, listen. Yeah, you do have to talk to her first. Don't take your black mama to no therapy session and you didn't tell her. I am the mama. type to like surprise my mama and be like. <laughs> but I, I always had like a, <laughs> I can honestly say that it, it took that whole aspect of like women not trusting their moms and not having a good relationship with their moms was it's odd to me because I have a good relationship with mine. Yeah. So when I first when I witnessed that and I was like, how's it even possible? Like I can't I can't imagine not going a day without talking to my mama. So it was weird to see other women like, I don't fuck with her. And I'm like, that's your mama though. You know what? I'm gonna keep it short because I know we probably be getting a long time. I was one of them people. Now I didn't have no terrible like some of these people got it with their moms, or they call they they moms call them bitches and hoes, and they can, yeah. they can fight their mamas. First of all, I will I still to this day will not curse in front of Sherry Michelle, and if I do, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry, I was upset, I didn't mean to cuss, and the rest of these people out here cursing, smoking, mm-hmm. eating, and drinking. With them. There's a certain level of respect that I've always had with my mom, but we didn't always get along. We didn't always see eye to eye, and as an adult. It's a lot of things and reasons why I can now see why not. I'm a major reflection of her. And then I have a lot of my dad and me too. And they never worked out. They were terrible and really toxic to each other. So I remember as a kid, you think that your kids don't pay things attention. This is why I say that you need to go yes. back and talk to your parents. Oh my gosh. Because I could tell. All the time, it was comments about how much I looked like him and how I resembled the other side of the family. And it, I just seemed to annoy her for whatever our reason. And we just, we were like that up until I moved to Dallas. And that was six years ago. I'm 30. <laughs> it just got better. And the thing that helped was looking at it from her side as a mom. You can, she's a mom. And as a kid, you see a certain side of it that you can't see at the time. But the older you grow, you have to be willing to see it from both sides. Yeah. So talking to your family and talking to your mom or whoever the issue starts with, and I would say your mama first, if you can, or your grandmama, because grandmama. Yeah, grandmothers are prominent. Grandma got the roots. So if uh-huh. you can, your mama, go talk to grandmama too. Uh-huh. And if you can, and I know a lot of people feel like, well, nah. I can't do that. She ain't shit. Listen, you say that now until they close their box. And then you can't say shit but talk to them. You're going to be like that girl on Imitation of Life. Girl. Mama. I'm like, bruh, you had your whole life to be black, number one, and number two to claim your mama. Like, Don't wait until don't she wait, at the bro. funeral to and be crying. The thing about don't wait <laughs> too deep, but ain't no time. 
ain't no time. You ain't got time for all this fake shit with your friends, and you don't got time to prolong conversations with people that may or may not be here 30 minutes from now, let alone tomorrow. We always like saying they're not going to be here tomorrow. But I can hug you now and not see you. And you can go outside, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have time. That's something that you fix now. And I was joking with her on the way over here. We was listening. Well, before I got in her car, we was listening to Oprah and um, Shonda Rhimes talking about her book. Um, What's it say? Yes. Yes. For the year. Something like that. I got to look it back up and I'll send it to you. But she was like, she picked the. She decided that for a full year, she was just going to say yes to everything. Any question that came up, any offer or opportunity that came up, whether it's small, like her kids asking to play, she was going to say yes to it. For a person, she's a writer. You know what I'm trying to write? Uh-huh. Okay. So Scandal, her, right? The person, yeah, the person who's busy all the time. And I know you. You a hustler. You running all the time. And for us, it's an adrenaline rush. It's something that we love to do. So you get wrapped up in it. But then you dismiss other things too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. To her and her kids, she was like, I couldn't even play with them. So I just decided I was gonna stop saying no to stuff. And it's the same thing with your time and you deciding to not be this fake um representation of <laughs> support when it comes to black women. You could just do it. Like the post, if it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> the post. Invite people that may like going to this event. You may not be able to go. Like we do it all the time. I do it all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is a dope event coming up. Wanna go? Well, just send it to somebody else. That's still support. And it doesn't need a negative tone behind it at all. And I just I told somebody the other day, if you can never say nothing nice when somebody's going through a highlight in their life, then it's you. I tell people all the time, my solution to that is when you see a po- when somebody posts on social media of a win, a victory, a celebration, if you instantly feel jealous or insecure less than, you actually comment congratulations on that post to mm-hmm. fight that spirit yes. out of you. Say it. <laughs> Say it. Don't be like, I'm a, the minute that you be like, man, that should have been me. You, you force yourself out. to actually come in and say congratulations. You have to put it out to get you it back. Have to. You, you have to. You have to put it out to. to get it back. So if I started, like, if I decided to start um, an event coordinating business, I can't then just decide I'm going to do that and I'm going to be the mogul for Dallas and I never go to nobody else's shit. I never go to nobody else's shit, but I'm going to be the mogul that... You can't do that. You, you can't have do to it. Be supportive you too. have to so be you supportive. Think you yeah. Talk shit about the next woman's shit, and she out here hustling. She be running. She always posting. She always at everybody's event. She don't ask for no discounts, no none of that. Meanwhile, you don't go to shit. Now you just decide you gonna up and do something, and you saucy because you ain't getting the same amount of attention. It's because they see her. They see how genuine she's interacting with them. She, it's a different. If you don't put it out, simple as that. If you don't put it out, you're not getting it back. You're not going to get it back. Like, you can look for it all day long. It's not coming. Yeah, exactly. If you, you attract what you put out. Exactly. you like, oh, it's negative or I don't get no support. It's because you don't give it. It's that simple. sentences of negativity right there. Exactly. Right Stop talking like that. <laughs> I don't like to say I'm broke no more. I'm like, I got a check on the way. Right. I'm not going to keep saying I'm broke, bro. I'm not broke. I've been waking up in the morning. Ooh, God, what am a millionaire? Yeah. 
Thank you, Jesus, for my million. Now it's already here. It's already here. Baby, I'm claiming this. Exactly. I'm running around for somebody's business. It's going to pay off, though. I know. It's going to pay off. You want to know something? Everything that I do, I pick because, first of all, you got to understand that. You got a choice in everything you do. I picked everything I've done because I can learn something different from all of them. Mm -hmm. And I put myself in this predicament because... I got senators that come through there and shop for suits and congressmen, wives and doctors and attorneys of all kinds from real estate. You position yourself in certain environments on purpose. Now, it's not ideal that I work a nine to five, but I don't do anything. (laughs) I don't do nothing. I go cute. Every day at work, may put up some boxes and some stuff. I get to talk to all these little rich people who give me all their little rich resources. I think a nine to five is beneficial to you. If it's aligned to your purpose. Yep. That's the only way I would go back. If it only makes sense to what I'm already doing. What I've already created, it got to make sense. Because you don't want to be elsewhere in your business. Your dreams are suffering. Right. And I feel like we know how to suffer. We know how to struggle. Now it's it's our time to live and be happy. If we don't, if black people don't know how to do nothing else, we know how to struggle. Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna do a quick ghetto shout out. So this girl named Raven worked at um the cheese um Preston and 635. Y'all, we went to eat. It was the day after the same day actually I had a root canal. So we went to go get something and I couldn't eat. But she was nice, you know, went through the whole meal or whatever. She was really sweet. At the end, we paid, she took our little thing, and then when she left our ticket. She did this shit so cold. She slid my wife two of her cards. Wife has locks. She was like, oh, and by the way, I do locks. So if you need to set appointments, my email's on there, my website, and y'all have a really good night. Girl, my mouth was hurting, but I turned around and looked at her. I was like, now, mind you, she hadn't self- shamelessly plugged herself all night. She hadn't said anything. So she let her business do what she was supposed to be doing. And at the end, she had a really well presentation. <laughs> Handed you the cards and make sure you knew how to book an appointment. I looked over and I was like, do you have an opening tomorrow? You so <laughs> dope. that was dope. You were able to separate. Yeah. You did not let your job interfere with you being able to make some money right now. You see somebody that she really needed to have her locks done. You, get, you had cards on standby in your little belt ready to go, but you never mentioned it while you were working. Yeah. You never took away from this other business's business in order to make some money. That's but great. you still That's gonna make your money. I was like, girl I did that for you. years. So it made sense for her to still be in the service and you meet people all day long. Exactly. You know, you're gonna come across. Yeah. I keep a little card holder in my little bag I have at work all the time. I have my Brooks Brothers one. My Brooks Brothers cards in there and my Fab and Radio cards in there. When I talk to you, I throw them in the bag. See? Oh, what do you do? That's a part of my conversation with my Did you hear about um, the dude that was working at McDonald's and he was playing his mixtape in Happy yes, Meals? Yes, I died. I was like, that is genius. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, that is genius. Who so, said I- Exactly. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I was up there. Like that, is... <laughs> Wait, that was a good one though. That was a good one. That was but really good. Didn't nobody say he couldn't. And mm-hmm. now you're gonna make a rule. <laughs> and now he's get, he's getting articles written about him because it doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. Now everybody like, well, let's hear the mixtape, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Who but, is the dude who had the mixtape? Exactly. <laughs> Even if his music sucked, that still streams. Oh, I hate being newscasts. So I can only imagine that news story broadcasting. Oh, man. It probably would. Ugh. Richmond, Virginia. They probably would have called him Kodak Black or somebody. They always get names mixed up. And why y'all here? Like, that's why I tell people all the time, especially black content creators, create your own platform so we can tell our own stories. Let me tell you why I started creating content. And this is why I don't feel like I'm not competing with nobody because we got a whole open football field worth of space for everybody. Have you ever tried to go find little clip arts? For black women that look like black women, they got a variety of shades that don't look purple and blue with some green underneath it and some fake shading for uh, over-exaggerated. But uh, you don't find real good content for women of color or people of color up until lately. I got a couple on my page. But you don't really find none. Take the time to create your own content. Yeah. And believe. I've been doing that since year two. I create my own images because I don't like the I don't like using images from Google. I can't trust it. And then that's you know you put on your site, niggas be trying to sue you because you didn't get permission. Um, and another thing is the representation. It's a lack of it's a lack of representation. Yep. So most of my images are from the '60s because I love the '60s, the '70s. I use Black Panther images all the time. You do, um, but. Other than that, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. So it is important for us to create our own um, images. Even like, I remember Erica Badu was in a documentary that I watched on Netflix, and it was about history of, um, it was our history, but it was about um, from Africa until slavery. And she was like, they um, messed with our story so much that they shot off our noses. And she was like, we need to like create our own stories. We need to talk about ourselves. We need to, because you, we can pronounce each other's names. You know, like they get on here and they be like, it could be Laderica. They be like, Ladishia. Like <laughs> we know each other's names. We know, you know, like we can represent each other. We know we can understand each other. So if you out there, you, you want to create a YouTube channel, you want to create a podcast, you want to create, um, Shit, a new Instagram page where you just talking, talking, talking about whatever. It's important for you to do so. And that's the reason why I'm not in competition with nobody. Because I'm like, we need our hands on deck. We don't we don't own we don't own exactly. We don't own anything. We don't we not predominantly in anything like when it comes to ownership, we don't own the industry. We might be the foundation, the content, and the heart. Of the industry, but, like the NBA and NFL, <laughs> exactly. But we don't own shit though. But that's so why I feel like us as women in this fake women environment shit has stopped because you, if you can sit back, I just really need them to sit back and look at the big picture. And if that's you look the at problem. studies yep. lately, black women are on the rise for all of the small businesses coming up, making meetings first year out the gate. Number one okay. entrepreneur, we number one trends, educated. A lot of precedent in entertainment, music, and pretty much across the board right now. We got some steam behind us. Mm-hmm. If you put the steam that everybody else has, that's a small percentage, take it and apply it to your own group. Bitch, that's a lot of money. 
that is a lot of money. Recycled. Recycled money. Yeah. That's a lot. That's what I get, man. Girl, you don't got time to marry me. I'm trying to help you get some more money, and you can help me get some money so we can work together. Exactly. We can go pull a homegirl in. If you think about it like this every day, my daddy told me a long time ago, he's like, you know what? You need to make sure you don't have no broke friends around you. I used to be real defensive about that. Everybody ain't got no money, did it? That ain't what I'm saying. I'm saying, okay, what you saying? Make sure as you grow, you keep people around you. Keep keep you 10 solid people. You may not talk to them all the time. I'll tell y'all go and put $1,000 in the pot. You got $10,000 now to do something. If every one of those 10 people can contribute more than $1,000, it increases the amount of money that you start and went to start something. Irregardless as to what you start and you starting. And that's new money coming back out for all 10 people. And you take it and you do it again. With 10 more people, and you take it and you do it again. That's a lot of money. That but is a lot that, of money. In that chain, you don't have space nor room to be like, oh, girl. I don't like her because I'm a makeup artist too. She and... don't, we don't need to do it like that. She thinks mm. she knows everything. And I'm, I'm a hairstyle. And I'm going to pick the photographer <sighs> the next time. We don't have time for that. Mm-mm. If we're trying to get some money turned back around. You got to have people that's ready to go and solid and can just roll with it. All right, I got my money. What we need to do now? To me, to hear that black people are like, what, 200 years behind or something like that? It's something like that in that regard. For us to hear that, for us to see that, I'm on the same type of time you on. Like, we really don't have time to be on this this. No. dumb shit like everybody needs to be like okay what you gonna do how you gonna do like let's let's pull together and let's make something happen because to me that's insulting how you gonna tell me i'm 200 behind 200 years behind 200 plus years behind you can see it in and my my ancestors been here for 400 plus years because we too busy arguing we too busy with the fake shit so we get caught over here meanwhile they watching everything we didn't start planning think about it like this you got a ring and then you got people outside the ring watching what happens inside the ring. You and your friends are started this business. This is who they watching because that's where they get all of their trends from. Us, right? Yeah. So they watching your little friends. You and your little friends decide y'all can't agree on something and y'all don't argue. Meanwhile, your spectators are still watching while you argue and picking notes out of your shit that you started already because the plan you started as well, but now you sidetracked with the bullshit. So I done had time. <laughs> I've had time to take notes on all your shit while y'all argue. Y'all done fell apart for a little while. So now I got even more time to pick through more of your shit and duplicate what you've left off to the side because y'all couldn't stop arguing. Mm. Think about that. Every time you decide y'all got time to beef about dumb shit. Every second that you step away from your shit for a reason that's not conducive to your bottom line, somebody else is watching and waiting to be like, peace. Is that your motivation? Huh? What you just said. Is that your motivation? Is that what keeps you consistent in business? Yeah. You don't have time for that. <laughs> There's always somebody big or small watching, whether it's to contribute or to take from. You got to make sure you're watching your product and you're aware of who's watching you. Yeah. That's facts. That's why I like scandal on Olivia Pope. Olivia know everything. She know everything time. and she and know everybody's weakness. And it happens. She gets up and she can think like that. So I can make sure I stop the bullshit before it comes. And you have to be like that with your business. I'm up every day at about 6.45 and this one don't sleep. 
And it's not like, <laughs> oh, I'm just running. I'm not getting no sleep. Oh, I sleep. I'm out by like 9.45 most of the time. Boy, I'll be up at 5.45 so, in the morning. My body wakes up about that time, and I'll be like, no, Jesus. Uh-uh. Go <laughs> I'm going to sit here and work from my bed, but that's still work. That is body work. Is still moving. Yo, my brain probably don't take a break, but... That's besides the point. But at the end of the day, that's it. You need to make sure you you watch your shit from all angles. Make sure you check yourself every couple days. You know, is it me? Do I got an attitude? Am I running off my people? Have I connected with somebody new? Can I see from a different point of view? And then talk to your mama. Your mama will always ground you. I like that you said that too, because when everything was unfolding, I did look at myself in the mirror and say, okay, Brie, what did you do to make this individual feel the need to even say or do something like that. And you do have to like check yourself. You have to be like, okay, I could have said this and this differently. I could apologize even though I didn't know there was a need of of apology. So it's just like, you know, just checking yourself, you know, looking at your reflection in the mirror and just go, okay, we need to fix some things. sometimes you have to, ooh, apologize. And you may not even feel like you personally need to do it. You you go like I I tell them all the time. Go talk to yourself, take a nap, do whatever you need to do. But if it's something you need to reconcile, not not necessarily apologizing, reconcile it. That don't mean you have to be friends after that. That don't mean you have to be business after that. But for you as a business person, you never leave a bad taste in nobody's mouth about you at all because you got ten more coming to talk shit. No, that's the last thing you need to make some issues that you can control. Facts, especially if you, <laughs> you can, can control, control it. it. If you can't, just let it go. But if you can control it, absolutely. So, how can the people follow you? Oh, girl, you can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at I am the Taylor underscore doll, and check out the um, station page at Fab Radio Net. That's at F A B B R A D I O Net, and check out the website. Bedradionet.com. Are y'all looking for any more shows to Always. host? Always. Always. So this year, um, we're starting with three, but I officially have moved into the 24-hour, seven days a week platform. Oh, you can look all day, 100% free. And you got me as your DJ. So if you're in a mode and you broke up with your boyfriend and stuff and you just really need some Mary J, you can send me a text message and I got you like right now. Mm. Like right now. So, um, but we're looking for, I call them content creators now. I'm looking for new content creators. Um, again, we got 24 hours in a day. So I got 20, 20 slots on most days other than Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday. Y'all hit up if you are interested. Um, I think it is very important that everybody, like I said, got all hands on deck. And you can start your show, like, right now. Like, don't wait. If you got an idea, start it right now. Hit her up. Let her know that you're interested, and y'all can oh, do business. Let me say this. So people think that you have, to, you have to have this grand idea when you start a podcast or a radio show. If you have a business of your own, a podcast and or a radio show, the only difference in radio and podcast, one is pre-recorded, one is not. 
And even in radio, you have pre-recorded episodes as well. The only thing about that, you can always add that to your business as an extension and a way to engage with your audience. Uh-huh. That's another form of content creation that you can use through all your social media platforms, on your website, and it keeps your audience connected to you at all times. It's a way for you to drop knowledge. It's a way for you to just have fun, share things with them. It doesn't always have to be something super structured. It's a lot of different ways to create shows, and I want people to be able to see it from different points of view. I'm glad that you said that because a lot of people think engaging with your your clients or your customers is just posting on social media. Mm -hmm. You cannot just post on social media. So, yes, Radio um, shows and podcasts and also blogging is a nice way to engage and to like engage with your customers by creating content. I think everybody needs to do it because I feel like that (laughs) it's money in that, too. And we don't talk about it. But you got but you can make money just from your show. It can be something small. You and your homegirl like to meet up on Friday night to have, have mimosas and brunch. Girl. It works for an audience. <laughs> but it works for somebody. But, you know, it can be anything. You market yourself well. You position yourself well. You know your actual audience. You got a chance to make some money. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on to the Bremore Productions podcast. You've been supporting me for a long time. I really appreciate it. And thank you too, ma'am. All right, you guys. um, Make sure you become friends with another woman and appreciate her and value her. (laughs) And if you feel some type of way about another woman, reach out to her and say congratulations because you probably did something big or, you know, really challenge that insecure spirit that you have within. Um, you guys, please continue to listen to the Bremore Productions podcast. You can also follow us in on social media and um, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. We want to be visual this year so you guys can actually see what we do. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and continue to listen to the podcast as well. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, peace. <laughs>